My name is and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith cannot rely on the wisdom of men, but only in the power of the Lord. Now, talking about the wisdom of men, we are super delighted to embark on our new series called Unlocking Wisdom through the Book of Proverbs. So, Yemi, why don't you tell us more about this wonderful new series? So in this series, Unlocking Wisdom, we're taking a deep dive into the Book of Proverbs, which is designed to communicate truths about life. We are using this book to gain insight into the foundational truths for living a successful life with wisdom and knowledge. Today, we will be covering Proverbs 2, chapter 2. This chapter is titled, The Value of Wisdom. So I want you to keep that in mind. We're not going to read the full text of the full chapter, but we're going to read a couple of verses. Starting from verse 3, says, Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Verse seven, he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Verse 10 to 12, for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil for men of perverted speech. Verse 18 and 19, for her house sinks down to death and her path to the departed. None who go to her come back nor do they regain the path of life. Finally, verse 22, but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the treacherous will be rooted out. Amen. Amen. So in this chapter, understanding the value of wisdom, there's a personification about wisdom. It's like her, but there's also a a personification of the anti-wisdom, yes. which is also her, which is interesting because <laughs> it starts out um, like my son, right? Mm-hmm. Solomon is giving this oration, this these wisdom principles. Uh, maybe he's giving a speech. Maybe mm-hmm. he's giving a lecture. Maybe he's actually talking to his sons. Maybe he's talking to a hall of people. But he started off saying, my sons, but the personification of wisdom is feminine, right? Like mm-hmm. it's the female energy, which I'm loving because women <laughs> <laughs> are wise. <laughs> but more than that, mm-hmm. I think that this chapter is trying to tell us that we need to chase after wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like the first verses that I read three to five, it says that you should chase after it like treasures, like hidden treasures. And we live in a society where we're like, chase that money, go get that money. And do we chase after wisdom in the same way? No. No. Right. And we need to understand why we place so much value on money and not on wisdom. When we're, when we learn from Proverbs, this book, that wisdom 
is so valuable. It's more valuable than money. Right. Actually, when you chase after wisdom, money will be added on Correct. to you. It's right. like Solomon, right? Like right. when God gave him wisdom because he asked for it, he, he gave him everything else. Yes. It's like he added that benefit, added right. that tax to right. him. Amen. Amen. I love what you said, Ayemi, because I think it's really important to understand that, you know, with wisdom comes all of the other um, I guess, treasures that can come with wisdom, right? Because like, even when you think of Solomon asking for wisdom, of course, if you are wise, money will follow. You'll know how to earn money. You'll know all of the logistics and semantics and being able to get money. People would admire the wisdom and literally pour money onto you as the queen did at the time, right? So I think that instead of us asking for riches and wealth and this and that, Wisdom is to me equivalent to discernment mm -hmm. because when you have wisdom, you are truly knowing God. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. with discernment, he's speaking to us in, in whatever that language is for us to be able to understand. So what, like to me, nothing can top that. Nothing can trump that, you know? And I think that God will love the fact that we are searching to continue to seek because knowledge doesn't stop. It's a journey. It's not a destination. Anyone that says or thinks that they know every, everything has already stopped learning because they're not opening themselves to, to the word. They're not opening themselves to any type of nourishment, especially spiritual nourishment. So I think that it is important to, um, to recognize that wisdom is honestly the key to opening the gates to heaven. Oh, I love that. Amen. So after in the in this chapter, after we are commanded to chase or we're encouraged to chase after wisdom, mm -hmm. like hidden treasure, like there's secret things, it's special, it's gonna give us like wealth, prosperity, it's going to be bring joy. Right. Solomon also explains what wisdom what God, how God values wisdom. And this is like verses seven and eight, where it says he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of the saints. So for those who chase after wisdom, God stores it up. Right. He has an abundance to give, but for those who are seeking they're going to get more. Right. Like if you, if That's you, right. Like if you knock, mm -hmm. the door shall be answered, right? Mm -hmm. Like seek, knock and it shall be open, right? Mm -hmm. Seeking you shall find. But he's saying with wisdom, when you chase after it, when you value it like hidden treasure, right. you're going to, he stores that up for you. He's almost waiting to, to embark, to, mm -hmm. to download all this information. Mm -hmm. And then it's a shield. Mm. For those who walk in integrity. So wisdom actually requires you to, to have integrity. If you have wisdom, you should also have integrity. It goes hand in hand and it's a shield. It protects yeah. you, right. right? Like like you said, discernment, mm. right? When you have discernment, you're protected from making bad decisions, right. even wasting your money. Right. You're protected from interacting with the wrong people, going to the wrong places, or, or even having knowledge, right? You know, the people who had the knowledge of the, the times and the season, right? Mm -hmm. Do things at the appropriate time. So it's a shield and it guards your path of justice. Everybody mm -hmm. seeks justice. Oh, Everybody man. wants what's fair and it's right. But if you have wisdom, it guards your it path. So you walk the line of justice. Mm -hmm. You probably profess justice, 
Interesting. Interesting. I, I, you know what? I love the fact that you say that you are professing justice because I, I'm now starting to think that wisdom is like our armor of God. Yeah. Right. Because you're saying here that wisdom covers all of those things. So if your wisdom can protect you, then it's like wearing your helmet. It's like wearing your breastplate. It's like wearing mm. that belt of truth. Mm. It's like wearing your gospel of shoes or the gospel of peace. It's like wearing your, your, your spirit of the sword. It's like everything. It's like because you have this, you're fully guarded when you have wisdom. So you, you, you're protected because you now have knowledge and with knowledge comes power. And that is where that power comes. So if you have the power of God in your hands, because you know, God, you know, his word, you know, how to walk, you know, along that path of righteousness, then that's where that true key is. That's that wisdom that will protect you because you're not a fool. Hey. And we know what God feels about fools, right? <laughs> you know, and I think, and then what's worse is that, you know, because I think you can give a pass if you don't know, but once you know, you're accountable. Mm. So that's what the thing is with wisdom is that you're now accountable for your actions at that point. And that's why I think that this Proverbs is like, it's like poetry, yes. you know, in the way it relays and conveys the information. It's almost like, like rhetorical, you know, asking you questions that you already know the answer to, but it's still going to give it to you no matter what, you know, and all of that is, 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 is almost like, almost like a puzzle because it's, it's, it's in that in itself, the message is acquiring is how you're acquiring that mis that wisdom. And this is really what I love about Proverbs. Oh yeah. I mean, awesome. I love that you said all that because mm -hmm. it reinforces the next highlighted <laughs> scripture, which is verses 10 to 12, which says, for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant mm. to your soul. Mm -hmm. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard Ooh. you, delivering you from evil, from men of the perverted speech. I mean, just that like you the said, armor, it's the Ooh, armor. Yes. It is the armor. But more important, yes. God is saying that when, when you get this wisdom, mm -hmm. when he downloads what he has stored up for you, mm. it will be pleasant. Mm. Imagine having Beautiful. understanding. There's a certain peace that comes it with is. that. It is. Like having understanding, right. having security, being secure in your decision, right. being the, the um, um, secure in the things that are happening, trusting in God, leaning not on your understanding and feeling that sense of comfort and peace that comes from wisdom. Who doesn't want that? No. Um, this reminds me, um, Yami, I love what you said about, you know, downloading um, the wisdom. When God is ready to download it, it will be at peace. I remember when I was in Atlanta, a friend of mine said to me, what if you were to wake up today and decide that you were not going to be bothered about the things that have been holding you back all of these years? And it's like, because you know God's word, you know God's peace. Why are you holding on to the things that are not peaceful? Yeah. Right. And when she said that, it almost seemed so like, right. Why am I holding on to this hurt? For what? These people who have hurt me are moving on. They're living their lives. I'm not saying they're enjoying it because God will deal with them. But 
I'm the one being held back. I'm the one clipping my, having my wings clip. I'm the one that cannot flourish because I'm, I'm, I'm allowing something to pull me or weigh me down and have this weight on my shoulders when I could make a decision to say, let go and let God. Mm. And it's almost like once I heard that and it just made sense, it's, it's like I'm practicing it. You know, it wasn't a one shot deal for me where I said, okay, you know what? I'm just letting go and letting God, but every day that's that trust and that obeying and that wisdom, all of that and that discernment, all of that comes with that package. And it's true. If you know God's word truly, you won't hold on to anything. Ooh, man. I love that you said that because it's it's part of this scripture that says understanding will guard you. Mm. Right? Because once you once you let go, mm-hmm. sometimes it's an understanding that you have accepted. Understanding is kind of like an agreement, it right? Is, yeah. So you maybe you're making the agreement with God, maybe you're making the agreement with yourself, maybe you're making the agreement with the person who hurt you. Like this is not going to hold me back. I let go. I forgive you. Well, I forgive myself from holding for for saying what did I do wrong? Right. Why did this happen to me? That understanding is that peace, and that's why it will guard you. It will protect you from having that hurt linger, right? Having you carry it around like an extra bag that's holding you down. You know, we carry our hurt into almost every situation, right? Like whenever we're like angry or are angry, it may show up as aggressiveness and they show up as meanness. And we mm-hmm. might be holding on to something that has nothing to do with the person you're interacting Correct. with right now. Correct. Right. So we want understanding to guard us. We need to understand that we need to let go. <laughs> let go and let God. I really think that, you know, um this this Proverbs and the way Proverbs come conveys this this wisdom and how to unlock wisdom, it it seems so simplistic. And all we have to do is just trust that word. Oh, and um, just, you know, uh, be able to to embody what that is, embody what this wisdom is. Because as I said, wisdom is not something that, you know, it, it's definitely acquired, you know, and you don't have to be old to be wise. Mm-hmm. You know, the wisdom comes, of course, with experience, but also like, like Solomon wasn't old, but he was just very wise in the way he carried himself and the way he answered questions. And I guess just always having thought provoking questions, anything that's going to challenge us to think beyond a different level is all part of that wisdom. And whenever we feel like we don't know the answers, we know exactly who to turn to because God, as long as we ask him, he will give us the answer. We just have to be able to discern what that is and when that's going to happen and to know God's voice. Yeah. I mean, God wants us to hold on to wisdom, Mm -hmm. right? He wants us to chase after it, pursue it, have it sink into our hearts, into our mind, like renew our mind daily. Yes. And when that doesn't happen, let's take a look at this. What the scripture says is the consequence of Mm -hmm. not holding on to wisdom or not pursuing wisdom. Right. Right. Verse 18 to 19 says, for her house sinks down to death mm. and her path to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the path of life. Imagine that you forsake wisdom. You turn mm. your back on wisdom. You make, you know better, but you don't <laughs> do better. <Right. laughs> it says you do not regain the path of life. Mm. 
my father used to say, you destroy your life, <laughs> right? Like, it was this famous thing. Like you made a mistake, you just destroyed your life, right? right? Imagine, imagine God is telling you that is the consequences of you turning your back on wisdom. Wow. Now we know God is loving and he gives us many chances. Many chances. But right. if you are not actively pursuing him, Maybe you're pursuing the things of the world. Right. You get distracted. You do. You 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 pull away from the Further wisdom. Away from it. And right. wh- what happens is it sinks down in death. Yes. I'm telling you this. Yes. It's almost like your extremities. If you don't use it, you lose it. Oh, <laughs> that's how it feels. And I really think that when you are tapping into God in the way that you need to, like really tapping into him as a true resource, I think that wisdom then starts to come naturally it, because God is downloading. It's like, hey. I, I want I want to download, but yeah, give me some kind of software. Give me a platform to use this. <laughs> like, come on, hello. I want to help you. Help me. Help me help you. you know? Exactly. <laughs> help me help you. So I, I, I think that it's not, we. the answers are there for us. And I really like the fact that God, he he makes it so that we can come to him, sinning or not, as long as our hearts are pure, as long as we don't conform to the matters of the world and really, truly transform our minds and renew it because it's a constant thing. I really think that that's the key to unlocking your wisdom. Because if you continue to renew your mind, that means you're allowing it to be open so that information can continue to be downloaded. And as long as that information is true and pure, the sky is literally endless. You know why open yourself to negativity and to wrong information? Because you are what you think. Mm. So that's why it's really important to nourish yourself with the word, because the word teaches us exactly how we need to comport ourselves in this world. Yeah, that is a perfect, perfect, perfect summary. And I'm going to tell you how to tap in with these four simple steps. All right. Number one, (laughs) focus on the discipline of the written word of God. Mm. We have to receive God's word and absorb them on a regular basis and allow them to find space, find roots mm-hmm. in our minds. This is what you're talking about, renewing mm-hmm. our mind. Don't be conformed by the work of the world. Right. Remembering to, we don't just read our word, right? Like we're supposed to, but we're supposed to absorb it. We're supposed to make it in part of our life. That's number one. Number two, we have to have discipline for inner desires. Mm. If we read, if we read the scriptures correctly, we must be attentive to God's reproof. Reproof. We have to cultivate an open heart. The Bible tells us that we are naturally inclined to selfishness, short-sightedness, and shallow thinking. Okay. The Bible doesn't even actually have to tell us. We know these things. We know true. it. <laughs> we are human. Some people yes. say, that's just me. Right. No, you choose to be. <laughs> <laughs> we are human. Right. And so, and we are fallible and we sin and yes. it's easy to get caught up in the sway of the world that right. tells us that's just you or you're, you know, you're just having a bad day. Right. But 
We can't always have bad days. We can't always have an excuse for bad behaviors because we know that leads down to the path of destruction. God told us in Proverbs, so we only in the second verse, um, second chapter, there's 31 chapters. He's telling us the consequences at the very beginning. So now that he's telling us, hey, I'm going to give you these hidden treasures. Mm -hmm. Are you going to search them out? Are you going to make them part of you? But guess what? Part of making this part of you is having inner discipline. Like my patience was sure I prayed to God about it and I worked on it and I think I'm better. Now, sometimes I don't want to say anything mean. So sometimes I just don't say anything at all. At all. <laughs> I am holding back my inner desire. Right. <laughs> Eventually, maybe the thoughts will go away. (laughs) I I love that point. I love that point. Don't engage. Do not actively engage because. (laughs) Ignore, delete, Ignore, delete delete and swipe, right? (laughs) Um, No, but I really really like um, what you said because it's, these things are provided for us to be able to live in a manner that is pleasing to God, right? And I think the way the language is written, it's like almost like commandments a little bit in the way Proverbs is written, but yet still is poetic because it's telling you blatantly what not to do and what to do. There's no jumping and dancing around it. It's pretty clear, but yet still it's poetic because I guess, you know, the way it was written is for it to be like music in our ears. So it doesn't seem like a burden, but more seems like something that we want to do. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's really important about good leadership and, you know, and, and leaders that really preach from the Bible. Because if you are really using the words that are in the Bible, you can use them as a foundation for what you're conveying to your audience. You Amen. Know? Amen. 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 So the third thing you need to do is engage in the discipline of prayer. Mm, you know, when we started before treading faith, it was a power prayer line. Mm-hmm. So the basic premise was to be powerful prayer warriors. We wanted to be prayerful and have powerful prayers. Okay. And what God imparted on us is that we needed to know his word. Mm. <laughs> and Amen. so that's how this evolved into more of a Bible study, right. because if we want to have a good prayer life, we also need to know who God is, Right. know how to pray the scripture, right. what the scriptures are saying and wh- why they're important. Right. Like Philia said, like these are the commandments, but it's a gentle commandment. Right. Right. It's a gentle guidance. This is just giving you truths about life. Right. How do we practice life in a better way? So first it's like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Right. right? Those are your commandments. You're commanded. But why? Right. What does it look like when you do, when you follow these commandments? Right. How does this guide your everyday life? It's true. One of the things you need to do is pray and you need to be pray consistently, right. ongoing, unceasingly, without wavering, unwavering. Just have a mindset of prayer, which is daily communication with God. Once you open yourself and your heart to God and you're, uh, you're talking to God, he is going to download wisdom yes, to you yes. because now you're, you're you're bringing everything before him. Yeah, yeah. You're asking him for discernment. 
you set your problems, your joys, your your triumphs, mm-hmm. your failures, you set them all before before him. And what does he do? Give you wisdom right. on how to deal with it. Right. How do you make your joy last? Yes. Right? Like we talk about staying power. Yeah. How do you prevent yourself from failing again? Mm-hmm. Talk about lessons learned. So being in constant prayer is being in communication with right. God. That's simply what it is. And every day you need to be in communication with That's God. Amazing. That's awesome. Awesome. The last thing we need to do mm-hmm. um, in order to tap in, as Philia has stated, <laughs> tap, 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 in, tap, tap. <laughs> is we need to engage in the discipline of insistency. Okay. Very important. Right. We can try some things and then we it falls to the way, wayside, mm-hmm. but we need to be consistent, right? right? Like sometimes you start off high and then you right. kind of fall, fall off. Mm-hmm. You got to cons- be consistent. God wants you to be consistent. Right. He wants you to consistently chase after him and his word. Right. He wants you to consistently um uh, dampen your inner desires that are, are, are not of God, right? Like the anti fruits of the spirit. Wow. And he wants you to consistently pray for him. So when we practice consistent, cons- when we practice consistency, it is an effort. God loves, loves those yes. who chase after him. Right. It said verse four of Proverbs two says, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure. That means that you are chasing, right? Right, right. Think about people who are constantly looking for something new. They're chasing, Chasing they're chasing after something. God wants us to have that zeal, that thirst for him and his knowledge and his way. We got to be, have the desire for divine wisdom, for decision-making and understand that there is value Mm. in being disciplined being consistent. It is. It is. I I think the value of being consistent and patient and um, is important because I think that consistency is the breakthrough part because you can be right there. But if you're not consistent, how do you know that today, this particular moment, that your your prayers would have been answered? And that's why it's important to be consistent. And also with consistency, it just shows that you value you know, you value God enough because you can consistently brush your teeth, consistently take your showers, consistently get on the train and go to work or do your thing. You should be able to consistently put that energy into God. You know, you don't have to have many minutes or hours or things like that because obviously as, you know, in today's society, so much, there's so much hustle and bustle, but you can't forget who put you here. You can't forget who allows you to be who you are you know, and we must be grateful. And that's why sometimes, you know, for me, there's guilt. And when I don't pray, because it's like, God, first and foremost, thank you so much for everything you've done, my struggles, my pains, my joys, because it's really building character. It's building grit. It's making me who I am, you know, and I continue to pray for discernment and trust and, and just to, to make you happy, just to, you know, be pleasing in the, in, in my, in the things that I do. So I think that learning the book of Proverbs, memorizing verses, reading it is going to keep us in that alignment that we're looking for. Amen. Yes. yes. Amen. I cannot wait to discuss this on the live and just oh, really yeah. hear how Proverbs is helping those, you know, uh, our followers and those who are supporting us. It, it, I, I have so much to say about 
Proverbs. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on unlocking wisdom. Treading Faith on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, spread the news, follow us, but don't forget to click that like button. And then you can easily just comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, if you haven't done so already, we are continuing to fill our jars of joy with a note, scripture, prayer, or just something God has done for you in your life in the name of Jesus. It's not too late to catch up. Look, it's only June. You still have time to fill up those jars. At the end of the year, we're going to empty those jars and read and take turns reading all of the wonderful things that God has done for us. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer, specifically praying from the text of the Bible. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. God, we pray right now for wisdom. We pray in our own life, just in every facet of our lives. Father God, we desire to please you. And we pray that you continue to bless us with wisdom, Father God. As in Solomon's request, Father God, to give him and grant him wisdom. And you gave him everything that came with it, Father God. Father God, we know that our ignorance of just not knowing who you are is the thing that is stopping us from being able to be glorified and continue to um, for us to have the mercy that you want for us because we are made in your image, Father God. But Father God, we don't want to continue to block our blessings. We want to be uh, blessed abundantly abundantly with wisdom, abundantly with discernment, abundantly for us to be able to trust you, Father God. Father God, we pray for that every single day of our walking lives. So help us, Father God. We pray for this for others. Help us to see wisdom is better than being a billionaire. That is better to be wise so that we pray that you grant us this wisdom so that we could flow from fearing you, Father God, from the time in your word, from walking with you in prayer and worship with our close relationship with you, Father God, that you would guide and lead us and direct us by your wisdom to you, Father God. We pray so it be so, Father, that you continue to, to, to walk in our lives, to direct us, to order our steps, Father God, for you to continue to be the beacon of our light, Father God, for you to continue to be the light that we are so seeking, Father God, because when we live in darkness, you are our light, Father. We continue to pray for discernment. We continue to pray so that you can speak to us, Father, for us to get to know you and have a personal relationship with you, Father God. The peace that we are all looking for, Father, we know that you are capable to settle any fire that is going on in our lives, Father. Father, as long as it is your will, then you will also have your way. Father, we pray that we continue to please you in our walk, in our faith walk with your only begotten son, Father God. 
Father God, we know that wisdom is extremely important because wisdom is really the language that that you honor, that you trust, that you are pleased with, Father. We know that if you continue to give us wisdom, that is the discernment that we are looking for. That is the language that we can be able to unlock the, the, the keys to our own success, to our own miracles, to our own wisdom, Father God. So Father, continue to help us in our walk with you, Father. Let us continue to build the trust that we need so that we can continue to be pleasing to you. Oh God, you are our strength, you are our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, may we all continue to say amen, amen, and amen. We thank you so much for tuning in. We can't wait to see you again on our live. Don't forget, it's 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. We'll see you then. Bye.